Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. And it seems there's only one thing on your mind this morning. Sounds and part of videos from that house party or street party, to be absolutely specific, in College Court yesterday. The management at the University of Limerick holding an emergency meeting uh, this morning to discuss it. There was a very large gathering of students partying with drinking, singing and fireworks. Two men in their 20s arrested on public order offences. Another man was arrested under drugs legislation. Around 30 fixed penalty notices were issued for brief of COVID-19 regulations and the footage on social media that I'm sure lots of you have seen showed a huge group of students, no social distancing, drinking outdoors, playing loud music. Some of the footage shows fireworks being set off on the street in close proximity to both people and property. UL says it will take strong disciplinary measures against any student found to have breached public health guidelines and the Gardaí confirmed that an investigation has begun to find the organisers of yesterday's event as uh, with all breaches of the public health regulations a file will be prepared for the Director of Public Prosecutions uh, and uh, Niamh is on 461995 right now. Good morning to you Niamh. Morning Joe, how are you? You are extremely unhappy about all of this um, and explain why. I think it's an absolute disgrace the fact that there were so many people in one place but then they had the audacity to actually post it on social media. It is an absolute insult to every single one of us frontline workers. And tell us about the frontline work that you do. I am a carer in a private nursing home. Um, We work 12-hour shifts. We have, um, since last March, we are in total little lockdown in our, in, in at work like. Um, it has been very, very difficult for each and every one of us, regards to our residents and as well as our workers and my co-workers as well. We are risking our lives to go out there and make a living. And it, like, what's, what is the idea? What is, what are people getting out of? What cannot, what are they not understanding about COVID-19? It is serious. It is it is death-defying, like it has destroyed families. People will not actually realise the effect of this until it actually lands on their own doorstep. Now, we even had some students contact us this morning suggesting that they could identify from the footage certain people that they believed were COVID positive in oh the group. I mean, what's that? Every time you turn on the television, every time you turn on the radio, every time you would log into your social media account or whatever, the first thing that comes up is COVID-19. If you have any symptoms or anything, you're asked to self-isolate. It's very simple. There are vaccines being out there. We have been vaccinated. Thank God. We're one of the lucky ones. We have been. We've got our vaccines. But that will not protect us either for a 100% like. I mean, nobody knows until you actually see the effects of COVID-19. And it's not just that. I mean, if, if if a person is very, very sick and they have COVID-19, their family cannot be by them to comfort them. They're allowed to come in to say goodbye. And at that, they're in full PPE gear. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it is just Ireland, wake up. West Limerick, wake up. Come on, like. We're being asked to do a few simple measures to get us out of this. But, but Neve, I mean, you do accept, though, that for people listening this morning, it's not easy now. You know, the, the measures are constant. They've been going on for almost a year. We're still in level five. We're going to be in oh, level no. five. Sorry for cutting in on you there. There is a simple reason why we were in lockdown after lockdown after lockdown after lockdown. People are not obeying. There are still people going out there, having parties, meeting up in social gatherings. There is not enough being done. Like, I mean, you just have to like walk 12 hours in my shoes. See what I see. I have a little girl that has only started school last September and she has spent more time at home than she has inside in her classroom with her friends. What do you my think should be done, by the way, Niamh, in relation to what went on last night? Sorry, Joe? What do you think should be done? Well, number one, I think, personally, I don't, like, I mean, the people that did it, I mean, ask themselves why, number one. There should be definite repercussions for this. This is serious. This is not going to go away by people gathering and having parties and having stupid social, like, putting it up on social media. Like, that's not funny. People are going to get offended. I, for one, are very, very offended. It sickens me to my stomach because I have seen it on the other side, what it's like. I go, I leave my family three nights a week and I do night duty. I come home and the first thing I have to do before I can even hug my daughter is have a shower. I'm just disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted. This is going too far, you know? I mean, people are not getting the message. What is it going to take? There have been so many deaths from this. There are so many people that are isolated in their own houses that are afraid to go out. And then you have the likes of these delinquents that will go out and post it on social media thinking it's a fun game. It's not. This is serious. Um, And this is affecting every single person all around us. Every single family member. I mean, there are people. My mother lives on her own with her dog. My mother goes out once or twice a week to the shop to get her what she needs like. That's it. My mother doesn't mix with anybody. She, if I, I don't need my mother to even know how to use video calls. So it's all the mobile phone calls that I have to use with my daughter. And if I want to talk to mom as well. I'm afraid to go down to and actually spend time with my mom in case she catches us. Yeah. Um, Niamh, we also have uh, Molly on the line. And uh, Molly uh, is a student. Uh, morning to you, Molly. Morning. You live in this general area where all this went on last night. Um, yeah, I live in the Castro area now, quite a good bit distance away from College Court. But yeah, no, I'm just really disappointed with my fellow students and what they did was just completely irresponsible. But I do want to make it clear that this, it's not all students, this was a minority. And like, I can only speak for myself and like my friends and I can't speak for the population, but generally we are held to a high standard of conduct in UL and I do believe that the appropriate disciplinary measures will be taken. Like, I would have loved nothing more to me out partying with my friends, but no, I'm nearly half afraid to go to the shop in case I catch COVID. And like there, and now there is a lot of students living here who are actually abiding by the regulations, like myself, not mixing with other other households, staying in their own house, going nowhere, and all of our families are extremely worried. Like, and like there is like an air and a bit of a kind of I don't know. They think there is a small minority that think that because they're not leaving their their like 
accommodation here and they're not going home for the weekend that they're not doing any harm. But now I'm nearly half afraid to go home and half afraid to be up here because I can't go home in case I bring something home and I'm afraid to be up here in case I catch it, you know? Yeah, and because some listeners uh, to this show have said to us that they feel that students who come from outside don't believe that it matters how they behave here, even though they are in the heart of the community in Limerick. Yeah, like I know, like Castor obviously is outside Limerick City, but you could very easily make the numbers in Limerick so so much higher because, like, there was people apparently people there in the middle of it all who had confirmed cases and they were positive. And like that to me is completely reckless because like this is how the numbers rise. If you are a confirmed case, you stay in your room, you don't leave your room. Do you know? That's what the rest of us are supposed to be doing anyway. Uh, Molly, when did you first become aware that this party was happening? Um, well, from the minute it started, there were Snapchat stories up from the minute it started and Instagram stories. Now I won't mention anyone single and no one out because that's not fair. No. But there were stories up all on Snapchat and social media all afternoon. All afternoon, yeah, that's interesting because um, Mo, who was uh, with us earlier in the show and witnessed a lot of what was going on and is living in the area, said that it was from maybe half two that the first group started to get together and it grew and it grew and it grew and it appears that uh, it was um, announced in some way through social media and more and more people came and then there was suggestion that people might have come from the heart of the city as well. Now, I don't know what the plan but I do know from the minute the stories went up that and the social media posts that there was people out drinking college court. Now, I think it started off with a small few, but it just spiralled. And like you said, people thought, oh, people are having a good time, they're having a party, why can't I join? And then they went over as well. And that's how it gets out of hand because more and more people are like, oh, they're doing it, why right. can't I? And Molly, when you were watching as a student yourself, uh, the social media developing during the day, what was the tone of it? Was it, uh, let's all go? Was it, you shouldn't be doing this? What? Um, well, amongst me and my friends, we were all very disappointed because we all had the same opinion. You know, geez, I'd love to be over there, but it's illegal, essentially, like, and you can. But from what I gathered from the stories, the vast majority of people there, just, they just didn't care. And it's really disappointing, like. What do you think, as a student yourself, that the University of Limerick should do about this? I mean, there are calls for uh, expulsions for the people involved. There are calls for the uh, campus to be fully closed and go completely online now. Well, the vast majority of campus is closed and it's just like, it's for the practical courses that there is classes at the moment. But there's never really that many people around you well, anyway, just for those. Well, like, well no, you. I have to say, I, I know you well, and I'm, I've certainly walked around the campus at the weekends recently. So oh, it's well, not, it's not, it's not closed. I mean, and there's yeah. a lot of people around. Um, but like, you will have a disciplinary board, and I do believe that they will take the right measures. And maybe expulsion, I don't know. It, like there is, You can't expel the people who are just, because obviously there was social media posts and people's names were in it, people who posted them. You can't just um, discipline them and expel them and not do the same for everyone. Do you know? You can't. What they were doing was wrong, but you can't single them out. It was more than just a few people who posted Well, well it seems that there were hundreds there. No, I don't know if it's that many, but there was a Well, certainly the people we've spoken to who witnessed it were talking about 200 or so. Well, it looked like it's that a lot of people. The videos. You know, when, when people aren't allowed to gather at all at the moment for any purpose that's that's a lot of people I, I do think you will they will take the right measures but they, they can't just single people out they have to yes, but, but, all of them but I know we had students on this show in the last couple of weeks 
uh, who were saying this was not just about your know, study groups or people going to each other's houses for a cup of coffee. They told us themselves that they had come across house parties. So, you know, this this definitely didn't happen in isolation last night. It just appears that it's the worst example of it. Will it be the last example of it, do you think, Molly? You'd like to think so, but not, I don't think so. People will get a fright and it will quieten down around here for a few weeks, maybe. But once the, once the Gardaí presence, if the Gardaí presence does increase, if it decreases again, like they're, go- they're going to have house parties again. So like you, 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 think, you think that there is, as long as there are students you know, in the area... It is inevitable, even after this controversy last night and today and the guard intervention and everything else and everything that UL will say, it's inevitable that we'll see more of it. I'd like to think not, but yeah, yeah I do. Think That's your that. honest opinion. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Councillor Michael Sheehan is uh, on the line, um, who knows the Castle Troy area very well indeed, uh, former mayor, of course, of uh, Limerick. Good morning to you, Councillor. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Molly. So your reaction to this and Molly's point at the end that, you know, almost that we're fooling ourselves if we think there isn't going to be more of it. Joe, I'm not at all surprised that the Council have represented the health press community and the law-abiding students for the past 15 years. Molly's totally correct. Every year there's no influx of students who come in from different parts of our county and from the neighbouring counties and it's all new to them and they start all over again. Uh, what went on was awful there. Was awful. I was I was summoned by some health press and upset residents yesterday, and I parked up in UL at the Kimmy building, and I walked over. I noticed the patrols were quite active inside in UL itself. Very few students around. I checked the student uh, villages. Very few people there, but plenty of activity with their patrols. I walked out, and then, of course, the music just hit me. Uh, and at that stage, I would say it was about half as four, about 40 people had gathered. And Molly's right. It started early on, and it probably started with a few people drinking on their lawn. Then the speakers were brought out, and the speakers actually were like rallying calls. Anywhere in Castle Try, you'd hear the music, so you'd know there was something happening. And once the numbers gathered, it just gathered and gathered, and it became it became an absolute movement in itself. Can I ask you something, point, Councillor? Can you understand yes. then why it wasn't nipped in the bud earlier? I mean, we've been hearing that this started at half two. You witnessed a group there yourself at half four. It was nine o'clock before this was broken up. Well, it was nine o'clock by the time the guard uh, finally got, to, I suppose, to, to the root of the problem. Now, I'm not. I left about three quarters of an hour after that because I was I was afraid that my car. I had driven it back into the estate to observe for myself the awfulness that was happening. And at that stage, I feared that I wouldn't be able to get out with my car, so I moved out. But what was happening was there were guys actually all over the place. There was all sorts of disparate groups. Some guys were kicking football, and not alone were they kicking football across the roadways. They were kicking the ball up onto the roofs. There were some people that had come out onto the roofs with cans trying to catch the ball. It was as bad and it was as frightening as that. While that was happening, the hard press residents were locked inside in their houses and the law-abiding students that I saw standing on doors were frightened. Now, this has been going on since I became a councillor and I have made numerous uh, proposals to the college and it's all fallen on deaf ears. It's, it's so bad at the moment now that at 10 o'clock in the morning, the senior citizens who live in this mostly senior citizens so are, are, are property owners there. They have to take their walk at 10 o'clock while all these students are indoors. And then they're back in home. They're locked in their houses. They can walk okay. to the neighbouring bar. 
they have to take that cow. So, this, well, well, can I ask you a on. direct question, then? You know, as a yeah. former mayor, uh, as a current councillor, as someone active in the community at a high level for a long time. What is your specific call on the authorities at the University of Limerick now? I'm putting forward the proposal, Joe, that I put forward to the college when I was a governor five years ago and even recently. My proposal is very, very simple. It's, a, it's the, the patrols that we have inside the college need to be extended out into the neighbouring estate. Now, 20 years ago, when College Court and the other states were built, there was a regular patrol that came out from the college and met with the residents and talked with the students. And then that connect was established. But what happened then, we started this kind of college community forum idea, whereby the resident was allowed to attend the meeting with the college authorities and the guard once a month, and they discussed general things. But the connect stopped on the ground with the residents. And I'm now proposing, I saw a very effective system yesterday working inside the college. The college patrols, you know, the blue and white white uh, SUVs quite well, Joe. They are very good. They do their job exceptionally well. They do their job professionally. Uh, they're, they're, they're fine people. They do their work well. If they were coming out and patrolling the estates regularly, unannounced, I guarantee you, we would not have the mayhem yesterday. R- right. So, second, and in, ter- in terms second, of what went on... That, Joe, Joe, my second part of that is, if that was to happen, the residents then should have a, a security number that they could con- that they could contact, as the students should have. That at the moment of a slight uh, semblance of a gathering taking place, the resident yeah. could ring the security. The vans arrive. Okay. But what I want to get to is, in terms of last night, should there be expulsions and should the college close to any uh, on-campus activity mm-hmm. at all, which would remove the reason for students to be in Limerick right now? That would not be a long-term solution, as, 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 as Molly has said, because this has been going on, Joe, for the past long number of years. It's going on. This started in January. It's only a big national issue now simply because of the COVID situation. The residents and the law-abiding students have been living with this for the past, for as many years as I'm a councillor. Yeah, this no, I, I do, I do appreciate because we've, we've covered that no, a, a, no, a lot uh, here as well. No, hang on, I, no, Michael, I, just I, one I, second, I one second, one second. I just need, there's, there's a huge the number, there's a huge number of people trying to get into me uh, this yes. morning. It's a massive, massive issue um, on the show. So stay with us, Michael. I want to uh, thank Neve for talking to us this morning and for your excellent frontline service. We do appreciate it. And I also want to thank student Molly, who lives in the area where all this went on last night, uh, for chatting to us as well. And after the break, we'll hear from some more guests. Well, this is the one thing on all of your minds this morning. Well, that was the party in Castle Troy yesterday evening. A uh, listener says everyone likes to get out and let their hair down. Why have these students so much money that they can go out and party every day? They should be named and shamed and their address is given. It's just not good enough, Joe. They're getting the publicity that they're craving. Irresponsible. The government should cut their payments and they should be expelled by UL. Joe, in connection with the disgraceful behaviour of the so-called f- future leaders of our country last night, it must be mentioned that the Gardaí are not treated as frontline workers, so they are not vaccinated when they
and they're dealing with all of this. Joe, I agree with uh, that uh, woman, Neve. We're suffering big time and uh, some of these students don't care one bit about it. Joe, the students who have proven to have attended this street party in Castle Troy make them pay back their Susie grants, says Pat. Uh, now, on the line, we have uh, Limerick TD and Minister of State for Further Education at the Department of Education um, himself, Niall Collins. Good morning to you, Minister. Good morning. So what's going to be done about this? Well, it, it's been reported widely that um, Ungarda Siakana have arrested three people. Um, there's files gone to the Director of Public Prosecutions. A number of um, individuals were also issued with fixed charged uh, penalty notices. I understand from the University of Limerick that uh, they have a code of conduct, as you know, and they will have a process and they have said themselves that... But do you believe that what the University of Limerick is doing is working? We're hearing from people that parties have been continuing. We heard from a student there who said they will certainly continue in the future. Do they need to consider closing the campus completely to any students while we are at the current level of restriction? And do they need to consider expulsion of those involved? Okay, so there's a couple of questions. I, I don't think they should close the campus. There's about 2% of their, their student community or population on campus for, for very necessary practical reasons. Um, under the Living with COVID plan, under Level 5, um, it, it's the bare minimum that's allowed, and that's exactly what's happening. What we witnessed uh, yesterday and last night is a minority of students, and it reflects poorly on, on the majority oh, but hang a second, if you say 2%, that sounds like only a couple of hundred. We were told that there was a couple of hundred students at the event last night. Yeah, there was more than students. It's been reported that there's been more than students. But I, I think it's important. Look, yesterday was obviously a, a severe escalation in what has been happening, and it was very much in your face and an affront to everybody who's at home complying with the guidelines. Yeah, but isn't it also true, Minister, that we had the President of UL on this very show a couple of weeks ago and she was saying that it was largely to do with, you know, smaller congregations, um, you know, people studying with each other, cups of coffee. But we were hearing, and others too, that actually the house parties were continuing. Yeah, look, I mean, everybody is aware of it, Joe. And what I'm saying, if you'll allow me to just finish the point I want to make, is that, that I think the university has to send out a very clear and strong signal to its student community, to those, to that minority that isn't complying, who are putting everybody else's public health um, in danger, a very, very strong message has to go out. Now, I'm not going to prejudice any processes that will be undertaken, but yes, it, it will have to include um, severe sanction up to and possibly including suspension and our expulsion. So uh, we, we have to be very, very clear, and, and people have their rights, uh, everybody has their rights. People have their rights to live within the community. And wh- when students have the privilege to attend on-campus or in-campus um, education, wh- whereas many don't and, and unfortunately have to study at home under the current pandemic, you know, those that do get to go to campus, their obligations under public health uh, don't reside at home in the communities that they've left um, behind them. So everybody has to abide by their own personal responsibilities and there will be consequences and people will have to face up to their consequences in relation to that. Okay, the Mayor of Limerick City and County, Councillor Michael Collins, is also on the line. Good morning to you, Mayor. Good morning, Joe. Under normal circumstances, uh, most people listening to this show would warmly welcome students to our community and appreciate uh, the contribution that they make. But as the first citizen, what is your view of where we stand this morning? 
Well, Joe, look, I'm, I'm quite shocked at the scenes from last night. I, I saw them on social media uh, late yesterday evening and um, it, was, it was quite shocking, the scenes that went on in Castle Troy last night. Uh, it's a blatant disregard for COVID restrictions. It's also a blatant disregard of the community in, in Castle Troy. And uh, it beggars belief, you know, that, that students would, you know, highly educated young people uh, would do that under the, the current restrictions. And... Um, it's important now that the full rigours of the law be applied. As uh, Minister Collins said earlier there, that the six penalty notices were given, given out and uh, three people, you know, possibly charged with uh, worse offences. And I know that Professor May has made a statement this morning that they are going to apply the full rigours of the college laws as well uh, with possible expulsions. I suppose the big difficulty for a lot of people uh, watching these scenes, listening to the show this morning, Mayor, is that the vast majority of people listening to this show adhere to these regulations um, and, you know, they can be onerous and they can be quite complicated at times, um, but they do most of the time, if not all of the time. And certainly they wouldn't consider having a street party right now. And then they see this. Absolutely, Joe. Uh, I, I suppose it's wrong on every level. Um, you, you know, it's, it's widely reported over many years about the partying that goes on among student life in Castle Troy. And I know that the neighbourhoods out there are, are, you know, constantly um, going on about the problems there and they, they need to be addressed, I suppose, once and for all. Uh, but the blatant disregard last night of, of the public guidelines... I think they shocked everybody and brought it much, very much to the fore. And I mean, so, and I'm continuing to give a flavour of the kind of reaction we're getting this morning. I mean, there is an awful lot of disquiet about this, I have to say, Mayor. Annette says, you know, why did anyone not do anything about it? Why weren't people rounded up and uh, ma- mandatorily quarantined for 14 days? I mean, that's the sort of reaction we're getting in. Yeah, look, I, I think there needs to be a huge effort by all now. Um, I, I suppose the, the Gardaí as well have to get focused uh, you know, there should have been a higher guard of presence. I, I know they did react, but uh, one has to has to question, you know, was, was there enough reaction from the, the, the local guardie as well? Um, they, they certainly, you know, from what I see online, it, it, there certainly wasn't a huge guard of presence uh, for the amount of people that were floating the laws uh, openly in public spaces last night. And I'm just surprised that there weren't more than 30 fixed um, penalty notices given out, uh, given the amount of people that were there. Yeah. Jim on Twitter says the students were absolutely reckless but the cause for their punishment are way off the mark uh, was the media as interested in finding out and punishing those that attended uh, the golf dinner in Clifton the ones that actually made some of these lockdown rules themselves uh, Denise says uh, the students that uh, party um, seem to have a short memory um, it's only months ago that this country was building temporary morgues um, these guys may have made some sacrifices Sacrifices, but nowhere enough, which is obvious from the footage that's doing the rounds. And indeed, we're well aware that there was a field hospital in the UL arena itself. Uh, Joe says, Pat, the off licenses need to be closed or restrict sales of alcohol. Um, UL should close now and do all teaching online. Send these people back to wherever they came from. And, and Mayor, just that point to finish, because I know a lot of people have been in touch with us this morning asking about off licenses. 
Well, Joe, look, people will, will find alcohol if, if they want to. I, I don't think closing the off licences is, uh, is, is an option. You know, those people have to continue their businesses as well. And uh, if you close local off licences in Castle Troy, well, then students can, can travel further out and uh, access alcohol in the supermarkets, you know, possibly in the city centre or in the other suburbs. So I don't think that's, that's, the, that's the, the be-all and end-all of, of solving the problem. Okay. I, 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 th- I think Professor May really has uh, hit the nail in the head this morning and, and I, I know she has been speaking with the Gardaí so I'm, I'm appealing that a huge effort goes in you know, to, to focusing on public order around Castle Troy for, for the coming weeks and apply the full rigours of the law if people are out of line. All right. Uh, that said, the Mayor of Limerick City and County, Michael Collins, thank you for your time. Thank you to former Mayor and current Councillor Michael Sheehan, who is based in the Castle Troy area. Thank you to the Minister of State for Further Education and Limerick Fianna Fáil TD, Niall Collins. Thank you to student Molly, who lives in the area. And especially thank you to frontline worker Niamh and all the frontline workers who continue to do some. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.